Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I am bringing you today's word for July 12, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. This is part 49 of the overall series, and the title of today's message is You Are God's Child. As a born-again believer, you got to get to the point where you see yourself as a child of the Most High God and see God not as some disconnected, despondent God that's sitting in heaven, but as your loving, caring, sharing, heavenly Father. He is your Father and you are His child. And so all week long, I've been teaching um, under basically flowing in a vein of something that I preached last Sunday entitled From Slaves to Sons, and I'll continue to flow in that vein today. So Galatians chapter 4, I want us to go to the letter from Paul to the believers in Galatia. Um, In Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, I believe that these verses um, summarize everything that I really was saying in the message from slaves to sons. So I'm going to read these verses to you, and then I'm going to break down the verses uh, as we go for the message today. You ready? Okay, so this is Paul writing to the believers in Galatia, Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. I'm going to read it for you from the easy to read version. This is what the Bible says. But when the right time came, God sent his son who was born of a woman and lived under the law. God did this so that he could buy the freedom of those who were under the law. God's purpose was to make us his children. Since you are now God's children, he sent the spirit of his son into your hearts. And the Spirit cries out, Abba, Father. Now, you're not slaves like before. You are God's children, and you will receive everything that he promised his children. That passage is so powerful. It really summarizes everything I've been saying all week. So let's kind of break down verse by verse um, this passage, and then that'll be the message for today, right? So what does this mean to you today? We're going to see from Galatians chapter four, and we're going to close out the week strong and head into the weekend strong with the word of God. So let's start with verses four and five. So Galatians chapter four, verses four and five. Once again, uh, Paul said, when the right time came, God sent his son who was born of a woman lived under the law. And God did this so he could buy the freedom of those who were under the law. And God's purpose was to make us his children. So obviously before Jesus came and before Jesus redeemed us from the law, then he didn't. we were not necessarily children of God. At that point, really, under the law, we were more like servants or what the text says, slaves. We were more like slaves. We were more like servants than we were sons, right? And Jesus came to make us sons. So Jesus came at a time when the Israelites were living under the law, the law of Moses. They were living under a bunch of rules. And the law was designed to be so perfect that no human could ever fully comply with it right? Um, As a result, this made humans sinners. Now, prior to the law, humans had no no way of kind of identifying the fact that they were sinners. They kind of knew in their hearts, but it wasn't like they could point to something because they didn't have any rules to break. But once the rules were introduced, then yeah, they had no problem breaking them. And and once they broke the rules and they realized that they were wrong, then they they were like, oh, okay, well, now I need a, a savior. And under the Old Testament, What they did because the Savior had not come yet, they provided animal sacrifices. And so the blood of innocent animals had to be shed by the hands of guilty men. And this was a temporary solution. And this was done every year. And so there was an animal killed for sin that was 
the atonement lamb. There was an animal killed for death. That was the Passover lamb. And that had to be repeated, repeated, repeated because they could not comply with the law fully. And then they needed a sacrifice and then they kept doing this, right? But that was done until Jesus came. Jesus fulfilled the law for us. We were not perfect, but Jesus was perfect for us. We could not comply with the law completely, but Jesus complied with the law completely. And when he sacrificed his life, he became the ultimate sacrifice. And so after Jesus, there is no need for animal sacrifices. Jesus dealt with sin and death once and for all. So as the perfect human that Jesus was, Jesus became the perfect sacrifice and he paid for our freedom, freedom from the law and freedom from the curse of the law, the curse of not being able to comply fully with everything that, was, that is written in the book of the law, right? So Jesus paid for our freedom with his own blood. And now that we've been redeemed from the curse of the law through Jesus Christ, we are no longer servants. We are no longer slaves. We are sons. We are children of God and heirs with Jesus to the inheritance that's been stored up for the children of God. And so everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to us because on the will, my name is listed right next to Jesus's name. You got it? Verse six, Galatians four and six says, since you are now God's children, he has sent you the spirit of his son into your heart and the Holy Spirit inside of you cries out, Abba, Father. See, once you're born again, you receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit comes to testify. He comes to speak. And what does he say? He says, you are God's son. You are God's daughter. You are God's child. He tells us that we're no longer slaves. We're no longer servants. We are sons. The Holy Spirit causes us to cry out from the inside, Abba, Father. The Holy Spirit causes us to see the Father as a father, right? Not as some disconnected, despondent God who's sitting on the circle of the earth, who's lording over the universe. No, he causes us to see him as a loving, caring, sharing heavenly father. He causes us to see Jesus as our elder brother and we're heirs and joint heirs with Jesus. And so whenever you see the God, you should see him as your father. Jesus referred to God when he was talking to other people as God. But whenever Jesus talked to him directly, he never called God, God. He called God father. He addressed the father. You know why? Because he's our daddy and that's how we're supposed to see him. And verse seven. And finally, last verse for this morning. Now the Bible says, because of all of that, because Jesus redeemed you from the curse of the law, because you were given the Holy spirit. And now the Holy spirit is telling you that you're no longer slaves, but your sons. Because of all of that, watch this, verse 7, now you are not slaves like before, you are God's children, and you will receive everything that God promised his children. There is this tremendous inheritance that is stored up for you, and God sees you, and he loves you no less than he loves his own son. God sees you, and everything that he stored up for Jesus, he has stored up for you. You are a son of the most high God. Because of Jesus, you're no longer a slave to sin. Sin is no longer your issue. You've been delivered from the power of sin. Sin has no power over you. You've been forgiven of sin. Once you're born again of all sin, not sins, you've been forgiven of sin. Past sin, forgiven. Present sin, forgiven. Future sin, forgiven. Sin is no longer your issue. Now, don't don't, don't mistake grace to say, oh, wait a minute. What did you just say, Rick? Does that mean that I can go sin? No. Paul said, God forbid. No. Where sin abounds, of course, grace is going to abound even more. But Paul said, should you then go sin more so you can have more grace? Absolutely not. God forbid. If you see grace as a license to sin, then you don't understand grace at all, right? Then maybe you're not even born again because the Holy Spirit is not going to lead you to think that way. But once you're born again, 
you, you're free from the power of sin. Sin is no longer your issue. Um, and now it's not that you're free to sin, you're free from sin. And so that's it. You walk away from sin because you're born again and you have the Holy Spirit. And because of Jesus, you're not, you're no longer a slave to service either. So you're not a slave to sin and you're not a slave to service. What does that mean? That means that under the Old Testament, they were working for everything that they got. They, it was all about performance. The spotlight was on them and them working for God. Now under the New Testament, the spotlight is on God and God working for us. And it's, it's not about what I'm going to do. It's about what he's already done. And it's <laughs> glory to God. He's already done it. And so now I, I open up my heart to God's grace and I get to receive everything that God gives me by his unearned, undeserved, amazing grace. This unmerited grace favor. So now it's not about my performance and I've been delivered from the pressure to perform. And so now I can just receive God and receive everything that God wants me to have and to be so that I could be the son that he called me to be for such a time as this and leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. And then lastly, once you're free from the power of sin, once you're free from the bondage of working for righteousness, and you see yourself as a child of the most high God, at that point, you're in position to have amazing relationships. You know why? Because now that you've been freed from the pressure to perform, then you can free other people from the pressure to perform. And you're not going to go around criticizing their performance because you've been delivered from performance. So now you're free to be you and you know that God forgives you. And you know that God is not holding your past against you and you don't judge your future by your past then now you can go around and you can free people from the mistakes of their past. And you can free them from their faults and their flaws and their failures. And you can see them the way that God sees them. And you can have amazing relationships with them because now you're trying to treat them the way God treats you. And God is not treating you based on your performance. God is treating you based on his love. And so now you could treat them that way. And once you have this, this upward fellowship with the Father and this outward fellowship with other people, now you are living the life that God wants you to live. You are living a life that is pleasing in his sight. Everything in the Bible can be summed up in loving God and loving man, right? Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Send you into the weekend uh, in faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I am your child. Jesus is my elder brother. I am an heir and a joint heir with him. I also have brothers and sisters all over the world, and billions waiting on me when I get to heaven. I am a member of a global family. I am not a servant. I am not a slave to service. I am a son. My focus is not on earning or deserving anything. Jesus earned everything for me. My focus is on simply doing whatever the Holy Spirit leads me to do and treating my brothers and sisters like family. I have fellowship with you, Father, and I have fellowship with them. By loving you and by loving others, I live a life that is pleasing in your sight. This is my goal and I shall attain it. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. There's a subscribe button. Sign up. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, you are God's child. It's now time for us to live like it. It's a Friday morning, so I want to mention to you that we have an app 
uh, in every app store. Search for Rick Pina or Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. We have a podcast in the Apple iTunes store. Search for Rick Pina or Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. Um, of course, our website is todaysword.org. The ministry website is ripministries.org. Now, I'm about to launch our, back, our annual back to school drive. Um, this year, we're going to give out 350 backpacks in the Dominican Republic. Uh, backpacks full of school supplies. If you want to be part of that, that's going to take about $6,000 or so. And uh, it's going to happen and it's going to be blessed, but you might want to get in on it. So if you want to get in on it, go to ripministries.org um, and give a donation and just go to uh, go to missions and just give a donation there or general general donation. Every donation that I receive from now over the next couple of weeks uh, is going to go towards that. And, uh, and like I said, it, this is a blessed project. You want to be a blessing to someone else. All the donations in the United States are tax deductible. So go to ripministries.org, ripministries.org, and make your donation today. I love you and God loves you. Walk into this day as God's child. And then do me a favor before you leave this screen. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. <laughs> Have an amazing weekend. God bless you.